Great to welcome into Local News Live, Peter Zampa, Gray TV, MMJ in Washington, D.C. to talk about a Ukraine aid bill that passed through Congress. Peter, thanks for joining us. What is in this piece of legislation, I believe, equals out to about $14 billion? Yeah, so thanks for having me. It was part of a widespread funding package that Congress has to get through, and that was kind of one of the sticking points for some Republicans who voted against this piece of legislation. For instance, we spoke with Arizona Republican Andy Biggs, who voted against supporting this package for Ukraine that was wedged in this $1.5 trillion spend. Um, so this package specifically for Ukraine inside this larger bill was for humanitarian and military assistance. Think about the pictures you're seeing on your TVs with all these folks trying to flee who are running out of food. They don't have any place to stay. That's the humanitarian side of things. And then you think about all these arms that the Ukrainian resistance needs. That's what the U.S. is trying to help with as well. So it all equals out to, yeah, just under $14 billion. It sort of ballooned from, you know, six and ten numbers that were being thrown out there. But it's one thing that Congress was behind, except for some of these Republicans who say it, it, it's a classic D.C. tactic to, to wedge something that's overwhelmingly popular inside a bill that has a lot of other things that don't have to do with the Ukrainian crisis. But the sure. government needs to be funded, and that's how they did it in this circumstance. I got you. So these $14 billion was for Ukraine, but there was other money in there that had to deal with just domestic policies that the United States was looking to just fund the government, basically. Yep, exactly. And that happens quite a bit. But this year, I don't want to get too wonky on this, but sure. back earmarks, too. So we're talking about a lot of policies that impact every single, uh, probably one of our viewing areas that lawmakers could say, hey, I, I need this new river dam funded. Uh, I need our water system fixed. So they can get really specific now. Um, and it's meant to it's meant to be a tactic to get all lawmakers on board because they can get very hyper local with this spending. Um, but again, then you get some of these broader things that not everyone thinks is popular or things like Ukraine that people do think is sure. popular. So it's a lot of stuff going on. You also spoke to a Democrat in the Senate who did support the legislation in its entirety. What do they have to say? Yeah, Senator Jackie Rosen overwhelmingly supported this, as did all 50 uh, Democratic senators in the U.S. Senate. Uh, they, they see the need. And she had this quote saying, you know, we need to show people who we are right now uh, as Americans who are meant to help out democracies around the world. And we don't want to be the ones that people look to and say, oh, well, did they do enough in this circumstance? And that question still stands. I asked about this idea of, you know, helping Poland send over fighter jets to Ukraine. And it's sort of a sticking point where folks don't necessarily know what to do or things like closing the airspace above Ukraine, um, which some some of these senators like Jackie Rosen said, we don't need World War Three. And that could start something like that. So they are still a bit tentative, but they say they're trying to do everything that's, you know, in their back in their toolbox. But a lot of folks say they're really not doing that just yet. You mentioned that possibility of closing the airspace over Ukraine. We just heard uh, President Zelensky talk to the Canadian Parliament about that very topic, and he still is a strong advocate of that. But like you said, the Democrat that you spoke with, and potentially the Republican too, are concerned that could escalate things into more of a global conflict. Uh, what, did the, what did the Republican Representative Biggs, if you were able to ask him that, say about the possibility of closing the airspace? Yeah, so uh, Congressman Biggs and Senator Rosen both understand that this is still, you know, walking on a tightrope. You do still need to be careful about making certain decisions. Biggs' big thing was, uh, to be too punny, but his his big thing was I, he hopes that there are still diplomatic ways to solve this. He was pointing to peace talks 
um, between uh, between the Ukrainians and the Russians that are sort of ongoing. They haven't you know borne any fruit just yet. But he's hoping that that is still the way we can do this, as opposed to doing anything that might tip one nation um, over over the edge, like Russia. If they see us closing the airspace, they see that as an act of war, then it becomes this wider scale thing that I don't think anyone on the planet wants. But again, these pleas from the Ukrainians are pretty clear. They think it would help them in their resistance. Yeah, speak with Great TV MMJ in Washington, D.C., Peter Zampa. Uh, Peter, one more question for you, one more topic at least. President Zelensky from Ukraine is speaking to Congress members tomorrow in the United States after speaking to British Parliament today. As we've discussed, he was very thankful for the support from Canada, but also said he wants to create a no-fly zone over Ukraine. Um, you spoke to those two lawmakers. What do they anticipate that President Zelensky will talk about tomorrow with Congress? Yeah, sort of a mixture of what we already know. I, I think some of them are hoping to hear specifics about how these peace talks are going. Um, it will be uh, only members of Congress invited to attend this virtual speech in, inside the Capitol. Um, but I think they're expecting a bit of a thank you note, saying, well, thank you so much for the $14 billion. Obviously, it's a huge help uh, for a country like Ukraine, but also expecting him, as you just mentioned, to hone in on some of those things that haven't happened yet, like you know, getting some of these fighter jets from Poland, like closing the airspace over Ukraine, like sticking your neck out a little bit more to make sure that this doesn't come to your doorstep in some of these NATO European countries. So I think they expect a mixture of gratitude, but also we need to push this a little bit further so that Russia can't. Peter, one more question. You're covering this story still today, along with a number of other topics. Uh, are you learning anything more to add to your reporting yesterday or just in general? What are you looking at and what's on the docket today for your coverage? Yep, I, I think that's that's about it. I mean, sure. as this story continues to develop, um, we, we continue to hear language from Zelensky that says, hey, this is not just our problem. This could be all of our problems very, very soon. And I think we can expect that to, to ring out in the halls of Congress tomorrow. Peter Zampa, Great TV MMJ in Washington, D.C. Great report. Thank you for your time and jumping on Local News Live. Yeah, thank you. Big thanks to Peter. We appreciate his time as always. Does a phenomenal job.